Hello, my name is Marian Paniagua. I am one of your hosts and I am speaking to you from Costa Rica. On this episode, Maya and I are sharing space with Jared Ports, co-founder of Pura Vida Vibrations and the Freedom Planner. Jared is a dear friend and I have the joy to hold ceremonial space with him and his wife Laura offering cacao ceremony and sound baths. I also want to share that Laura Mendez is uh, also my dear friend and soul sister and we will be interviewing her in the future. Uh, Jared is a wise man, a caring friend and a committed leader. He is the firekeeper of the Tlawis Papalot Mundans, a highly spiritual ceremony that takes place in the Caribbean side of Costa Rica every year and that I have the blessing to be a part of. In a future episode, we will be chatting with Vanessa Calderon. Vanessa is the leader and grandmother of the Tlawis Papalot Mundans Circle, and we will be discussing in more detail about this path. But for now, here is Jared talking to us about the power of vibration of sound as a medicine and also the power of the presence of the masculine holding space for uh, the expansion of the feminine in both uh, in ceremonial spaces and also on the daily life. One of the reasons that I want you, to, I wanted to bring you in is first, you know, I I love you uh, as a friend, as a as a business partner, and Gerard, I admire you so much, and I learn so much from you every time we get we we get together around the sacred fire or we share altars in ceremony. I feel a deep, deep, deep gratitude of of having a a, a masculine figure friend as you in my life, and I wanted to share you with Maya which is another dear, close to my heart friend as well. I've been learning from her so much, business-wise, uh, as a woman, as a sister, uh, spiritually, mentally, physically. I have been learning so much with her. So I wanted to share you, you too, with, with me and you know, like with, with, with each other. One of the things that I know you are an expert and I would love for you to expand on, I heard this many times, I yeah. heard uh, the medicine of the future is vibration. And it's so powerful and so easy. And so, you know, uh, if you think of vibration, not just the, the singing bowls and the gongs and everything, but our own voice, uh, the vibration of the words we use. Uh, so, but we want you to guide us through that concept. And, um, and Maya also is going through some learning ship about uh, sound and frequency. So if she has anything to share or ask you, the space is open. Awesome, beautiful. Well, I'll, uh, I mean, everything you said, I it, like 100%, I, I share the same sentiment every time we get to get, get together wherever it is and Marian's there, it's like, oh, this is gonna be so much fun. The energy you always bring as well is is just so contagious. So um, I appreciate that. I love you as well. And it, it's amazing. And yeah, Maya, I know Lao, uh, my partner, my wife, has met you and said, you know, great things and, and everything. So yeah, it's finally, finally Coming great together. To, to, to meet and, and see you as well. The so. talented Lao. She's amazing. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And she did this, by the way. I'm wearing one of the um, headbands that she made that are so, so powerful because the sacred fire is lit over there. Oh, so wow. yeah, we are Beautiful. contained by the sacred fire in this in this conversation as well. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, do you want me to dig right in or am I anything else that you wanted to add or, or expand or? I love that question. And I also would love to hear whatever you want to share about who you are. And I, it's, I always love, because I, I run networking events. I always love to tell people it's not what you do that makes you super interesting. It's who you are. So I it cuts right to the core and with what you do, different things you do pop up as you talk about who you are. I always find that so yeah. fascinating. So I'd love yeah. just to hear you talk and to hear for you to share more in depth of your story and yeah. whatever comes up. Wow. That's holy smokes. I think if we could answer that question, who you are, like experientially, I think that's the end all be all podcast ever, right? Because it's, mm -hmm. it seems like that's the question as humans, we're, we're, you know, we're constantly seeking in one way or another, whether it's through what we do or the things that we're trying to accumulate, the experiences we're trying to have. It's I, I, at least up until now, it seems like it comes down like, who are you? Who, who am I? Like, who am I really? Not this ego, this conditioning and all these stories and experiences and traumas and all the bs right but like who are you so man i wish i could like from an experiential like that rooted grounded absolute knowing say that but i, I don't know if i can just yet <laughs> hopefully in this lifetime right but um yeah so the the question about or that statement, I've seen that many times over the years or since, you know, we've gotten into sound, you know, being or vibration being the medicine of the future. And it's fascinating. It almost seems like it's, you know, I, I would almost rewrite that and say it was the, the medicine of the past. Like our ancestors and people prior, like they understood so many things that we don't we don't see, we don't understand, we don't know, we're distracted with so many other things. And it seems like our ancestors were onto something. And it seems like, you know, in today's modern society, it seems very primitive because they're, you know, doing things around a fire and there's no Wi-Fi, there's no internet, there's no AI, there's none of these devices. But the deep knowledge that they knew and experientially knew of who they were it's, it's mind boggling. So I, I think it's, it's the medicine of the past that we kind of forgot, or got distracted or got led down this path somewhere else. But um, coming back for full circle, I do, I, I think there's a lot of people that have experienced amazing healing, um, working and focusing on vibration, whether it's their thoughts, you know, whether it's, you know, their environment, it's the people they're with, like all of these things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think a lot of people in there, you look at Joe Dispenza, the amazing things that he's done and the, you know, just all of the amazing um, healing that, you know, his students or people that follow him have experienced. It's, it, it's hard to deny. Yeah. Something we always uh, mention when we do a cacao ceremony and sound journey, Jared, 
it's about water and how we are 80% water. And for me, every time uh, I see you and Laura doing the sound bath, um, I do the energy work at the same time, but sometimes I have, I have the space to close my eyes and, and go within and meditate while we're working. And I feel like it's a uh, surgery. Like when you are make when you are playing the the all this uh, instrument that create all these uh, vibrations, these frequencies. I feel like you guys are doing uh, surgery at a cellular level, and it's it's still it's it's still hard for the mind to understand, but it's happening. It's 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 it happening all the time. Every time we do we do that work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, I wish I could remember off the top of my head maybe I'll, I'll, I'll remember or find it later but uh talking about gongs we work a lot and use gongs they're fascinating and um an, an older or a very wise gong master once mentioned that every time you stroke the gong the ripple and the vibration of that one stroke lasts 40 years Wow. <laughs> so amazing. Again, I mean, I, I don't have the equipment to verify this, but just looking at the wisdom of, you know, the elders and some of these people that have been working and understand these instruments and these tools. But you just you just think of that and like you go down that rabbit hole and it's like, wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we don't have the equipment to prove it, but somehow when you mention it, somehow in me, I was like, I agree. Like I can, I can, I can resonate with that. Somehow yeah. there's an inner knowing that it, 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 it is true. Yeah. Uh, and also something very curious about, you said it's, and it's, I feel it the same way. It's actually technology from the past or is, is the medicine, medicine from the past who's what that's coming back. It's coming back. We are, we are remembering, right. And kids, for example, when I took Sebastian to that gong bath, uh, that, that night in Tamarindo, his face i remember his face and his reaction was like oh my god like he, like he like he just like found or or remember or something really amazing and when i saw that i, I will never forget that face and i know that i have to take him again i have to like follow up but i think kids they have this memory of ancient things and then when we when you play these instruments to them they they remember too it's very very deep within us i think this wisdom yeah yeah absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. and uh yeah you know the, I, I think both of you and probably everybody that's listening like when you come across a great teacher they they share the information that they've learned you know, by practicing and by, you know, their teachers. And it's always like all the ones that have come across our path, they always explain how, you know, getting the person, the ego, getting that out of the picture and getting out of the way so that whatever it is, like whatever label you want to use that higher, again, fill in the blank, that's what's being expressed. That's what's coming through. That's what's being channeled. That's what's being presented and offered. And so, so yeah, like with the, the, uh, the, 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 the sonic surgery with the instruments, it's, uh, yeah, it's coming from somewhere else because we're, yeah. we're off on a journey when we're playing. Like a lot of times we don't even remember a lot of the things or what took place or how we played or what sequence, because we're, we're journeying with, with the group as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. And yeah, it is a, it, it is an honor also because in that moment I feel everybody when they are laying on the floor, you know, eyes closed in shavasana posture. They I see them and then I see them like in their vulnerability, right? And I feel always so honored to 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 feel their trust that they trust us to do this this work as Absolutely. well. That uh, we also combine with uh, shamanism a little bit. Uh, the the way I met uh, Gerard was through Laura, who invited me to the Moondance to assist to the Moondance like five years ago. And then since then, my relationship with her as a as a from as women as a sister as woman has been growing. And then the last the, this past year, like exponentially, we have been getting deeper and deeper in, into our connection, me, me and Laura. But but of course, like uh, part of that. It's uh, my relationship with, with you, Gerard, and also to see you holding space at a very, this very powerful ceremony, the Mundans, which is a four-day ceremony. And you're there the four day, uh, days, uh, tending to the fire, to that masculine sacred fire. And I, I see you working around it. And sometimes I have to work with uh, the sacred fire when we do sweat lodges here in the community. And I get the, uh, the, 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 um, the guidance from you. It's remarkable that the connection that you have with this element. And so I, I want you, to, I, I share with Maya a lot, a lot about the moon dance from a moon dancer perspective. So I want her to know this uh, amazing, experience of the moon dance this ceremony through the firemen perspective from the masculine perspective that is holding space as we women do the work during those four nights and days yeah yeah um so maybe to answer that question taking a, maybe a couple of steps back because like my first moon dance when i went to support i had I, I think i still have no idea what's going on really like really truly um but the first time that I went, I had absolutely no idea. It was just the idea of going to the Caribbean side of the country, which is very lush and thick, just beautiful jungle, uh, beautiful climate, um, camping in the jungle, fire, working with other guys, sweating, working with the fire, chopping wood like this kind of primitive type, you know, camping. And so... Uh, you know, rain, the elements, and it kind of brought me back. Like, oh man, you know, growing up in Minnesota, we'd camp all the time and, you know, loved it. So like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, but the the depth of the work that the women are doing is, I don't know how to explain it. it there aren't words to explain. It's so mind, mind blowing what they're doing and the offering that they're giving like to their communities, to their themselves, their part, their their homes, like the because of all this work, I remember mentioning this and it just came so clear after one of the the dances as we're all kind of sharing, sitting up in the the rancho. Like because of the work that the women are doing at in, in these types of ceremonies, like our homes are better, our communities are better, and like the world is a better place because of the work that that takes place there it's it's just it's 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 crazy so um just scratching the surface the women are on a a four-day fast they start out in the evening with a sweat lodge they dance all night they end the morning with a sweat lodge and that's four nights and i mean 
just what they put themselves through to heal and grow. It's, it's just, there's so much respect and so much admiration. Um, and to be able to be a part of that is, is, is such a gift. It's also without words, it's so hard to explain the gifts that we receive as well. Like just being in that vortex of all this healing and, and, and growth that's taking place, just being, I mean, we're right in the middle of the vortex as well. So like, if you like it or not, you're doing work as well. And you're receiving the benefits of, of all this work. And the, the abuela Vanessa is absolutely amazing. And she allows us to do sweat lodges every day as well. So we get to also process and purge and get rid of whatever it is that's, that's no longer serving us as well and, and go through and be uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like those four days, it's being uncomfortable, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, because sometimes you get a downpour in the middle of the night and the ceremonial fire, it can't go out. It doesn't matter what takes place. I mean, it can be an absolute hurricane going on and that fire has to stay lit for the four days. So um, there are a lot of moments that are uncomfortable, but yeah, just being comfortable within that. And I, I, I know it's, I'm bouncing around a little bit, but there's just so much that takes place and so much that goes on in those four days. It's just so beautiful. Like, like I said, there aren't words, I think, in any spoken language that, right. can, that can express just how beautiful and how amazing um, th these circles and especially the circle that, that we're part of. <laughs> it's just next level next level yeah yeah, yeah. i i feel yeah. so so blessed every time we get together and i see us in circle sharing and the energy the the frequency how we elevate and i'm like wow people people travel far and they pay to be in spaces like those like the ones we yeah. hold yeah and i'm there and i'm part of it i i, I am one point in the circle and I'm, I'm, I am, I am, yeah, a part of it, and it, it feels great. When, when I started assisting to the moon dance, I could see and feel the wisdom and the energy and the frequency of the moon dance, moon dance leaking through my life and leaking through also my my craft, like through my yoga sessions through Reiki sessions, through cacao ceremony. Maya mentioned before that having a yoga session with me is not just yoga, it's like a ceremony, she said one day. Yeah. And I thought, I, I really felt that. And I feel like that's, I, I, can, I can relate it now to, to the moon dance, how the moon dance also leaks through my, my, the way I teach, the way I share what, uh, what, I, what, I, what I'm here to share. So for you, do you feel the same way about the, the, the work you do with the sacred fire and holding space in the moon dance and then coming here and doing the sound bath and all the rest of the things? Do you experience that the same way? Yeah, 100%. It, like, it, it leaks not just in the work, that we do it like it, it permeates like it seems like our calendar and our lives almost start revolving around and in, in <laughs> the moon dance new year's is september full moon of september yeah. is our new year's hey yeah. and the jewish tradition too <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah i would say being in those spaces like in in for example like the last couple of years there's what 35 40 women doing this work a lot of things come to the surface, a lot of things bubble up that's being released. 
And also with the guys, like we're working with the fire and sometimes tension can come up and it's, it's an opportunity for us to work on those things as well. But being in that space that's so intense, then going to just a one hour or let's say an hour and a half, two hour type of activity or ceremony that we're doing with cacao and sound, not to diminish its power and it's, it's you know, um, just how important it can be for people. But I just feel that at least the intensity of, of four days of being in this vortex, I feel it's a little bit easier to handle and hold space for, you know, a two hour session. So I would for say sure. with, without question, it it's helped and, and it permeates in the work. Um, shortly after, you know, Lao's first moon dance, um, she started to feel this calling to have the fire at all of our sessions. So yeah, shortly after that first, first moon dance, she's like, Hey, I, I have this feeling that Sal Malord wants to come to our breath session or come to our, our sound session. I'm like, all right, cool. And, and, and ever since then, it's, it's like the staple it's, it's got to be there. Like if we feel naked, if it's not there now, just because how, how powerful it is. So that's just one of many, but, but yeah, I would say it's, it's helped on so many different levels um, with the work that we do as well as just, just in life, like, Mm. holy smokes, you know, you get a flat tire, this happens, that happens. And it's, it, for the most part, most times it's like, ah, it's not that big a deal, you know, whatever it is, it's supposed to happen. We'll just work through it. Whereas we're in the middle of the moon dance. It's three in the morning. We haven't slept for two days and a torrential downpour, tropical downpour is coming down and water's flooding in and coming into the, the fire area. And we have to make sure that that fire is lit. Like it's, it's like serious, right? Um, everything else for the most part, a lot of things just pale in comparison to, you know, how, how intense, so just kind of, uh, water under the bridge, so to speak, it's like, ah, not a big deal. It's true. It's true. I feel the same way. I feel the same way when, yeah. when I come back from the moon dance, it's like, um, nothing can disturb the, 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 the centeredness and the peace, because that's what we're doing there. We are developing our, our ability to stay centered, no matter what's going on around. So yeah. that's definitely a gift that the moon dance gave us man sitting in a sweat lodge and you want to run out of that sweat lodge screaming just like intense or emotions are coming up and it's just like oh and then and yeah like you said you come back from that and like i said maybe it's a flat tire or maybe this happened or this happened or this didn't come through or whatever it's just like <laughs> all right no big deal if Every moon dance, I feel like it widens the my pers perspective of life, right? So it's, it's like I have a bigger lens and bigger lens and bigger lens uh, of life. Um, also, something that I really like to uh, see how how you and Lao display uh, is what the work that you do here in the community is very like you do breath work which is a very subtle, it's very, very powerful, but yet a very subtle tool because you're working with prana where you're working with breath, you're working with something that we cannot see yet is life. Then you also do the sound journeys 
And again, you are working with vibration. We don't see vibration, but uh, you know, you're working on, again with a very powerful, powerful instruments, powerful tools, but very subtle, very um, light, light, not just light of weight, but light also of uh, light. Uh, you're working with light, you're working with vibration, you're working with breath, and then I and then I see the the other work that you do with the fire and the sweat lodge and the moon dance, and I feel it's such a beautiful balance that you guys uh, display in your personalities and in in your work. The balance of the subtle energies and the and the more uh, how do you call them material energies or physical energies. Mm -hmm. Such a beautiful dance that I'm uh, that I always witness uh, every time I. I, 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 I have an experience with, with you too, about how those two things you have been, uh, um, can you help me Maya here? Do you understand what I'm trying to get out of him? Like the, the richness of being in their presence since they work uh, with subtle energies like vibration and sound and breath and at the same time with fire and sweat lodge and all uh, the, the, the elements and what what how that fusion it brings a, such a great container the container to the people who come to your to your sessions mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think just expand our, on that mm -hmm. yeah it, it, at least in our experience as with so many things i think a lot of people can resonate with this is when you look back at the path that you've either chosen or that you've been forced into or that forced right like whatever path guided. you're on you look back guided yeah um you look back sometimes and you're like i there's no way i could have planned this any better you know i i didn't realize how this thing complements this but it does right so i think what you're saying there is absolutely there's there's so many things that 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 are complementary, that are very different, yet at the same time they're very they're very similar, or maybe mm. the same exact thing, right? Just in a different costume, so to speak. Um, so I think that is one thing that yeah, we, there's no way getting into sound or getting into working with sweat lodges in the fire. I had no plans whatsoever. That these things were not even anywhere close to being on the radar but they just kind of happened right we were yeah. guided and um and then as vanessa pushed <laughs> all right sink or swim go <laughs> it, with, <laughs> with some of these tools and things so yeah. so yeah it, it uh i think there's uh, um you know whether maya whether it be playing hockey leading retreats whether it's martin you know doing yoga you know, serving cacao, um, going on, you know, wellness cruises, or, you know, like taking people through, you know, being out on the ocean, like all these different things. It's, you know, we couldn't quite plan, but it, it, it's just amazing how they just kind of merge and dance together and, and help and are complementary on, on many different, different levels. Well, yeah. I have some question around this because yeah. I think there's a part of it too, that's you're a man in your containing the this feminine energetics mastery and that's what i like to describe mariana is when it comes out naturally it's she's master and mastering as she continues to initiate 
in the unseen in the frequencies of energy that we don't necessarily manipulate with our physical hands but we can feel and i love yeah. how you describe vanessa maybe you can describe vanessa from your words but she describes her and that my understanding is this woman holds space like none other like she can fill a room and that fascinates me so as a man does that does that intimidate you does do you do you do you become more expert yourself in containing this so i would love to hear about what it is to be a man of containing the feminine or the yeah. female yeah i think man i don't know if anybody can contain <laughs> the feminine energy or the masculine right I, I think just being a part of it and um just being at service because that's basically what it is like when when we're at the the moon dance it's wild like there are people that have partners that are dancing wives maybe friends um people that don't have any significant other or a real close connection people just like feel this calling and they come to the circle don't know anybody and they're like hey i'm here to serve how can i help so it's mind-boggling as well how all these people come together and just this in holding this space i think the best way is just being at service like what do you need like you know, the, some of the dancers will come over like, hey, you know, our tent collapsed in the rain, you know, in this torrential downpour, help us, you know, get, you know, put it back up or let's, you know, whatever it is that they need. And this dynamic of, I, I guess, just speaking from the, the, the fire keepers, um, because we're basically at beck and call of anything that the dancers need, like a roof needs this or that, or, you know, I just need to... I need some batteries for this or whatever it is, you know, I need one of those say. in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got all these guys in, from all over the world. You know, we got people from North America, South America, from Europe, like all over. And as soon as somebody approaches and says, Hey, can somebody like everybody's yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, and, and it's not, it's never this dynamic where, uh, you know what? I did it last time. It's your turn you know, like, oh, hey, you know, I'm tired, go, everybody's like, I'll do it, I'll do it, no, I'll do it, no, you went last time, let me go, you know, so it's, it's, again, I know kind of coming around full circle, like, just being able to, to hold that space, I, I, I see the two things, number one, it's just being at service and helping and serving, and then the second is being, and Vanessa always talks about this, being centered, so if I'm centered, and again, keeping the ego to the side, all this conditioning and all this, the, the chatter, and I'm keeping that at bay. I'm not paying any attention to that. And I'm just being, and I'm centered. I, I At least up until now, that's what I've experienced as, as the best way to help hold space, whether it be for a moon dance, whether it be a sound journey, whether it be a jujitsu class, whether it be, you know, whatever it is, it, it's just being kind of being centered and, and being at service. So, it's, been, it's been very, thank you. Thank you so much for that. And it's been very healing for me as a woman to see the work of the firemen in the ceremony of the moon dance, because like he said, when we go ask for something, uh, the, the, the reaction that we get from them is like, it's an honor. It is an honor to serve you. That's, that's what I feel from them every single time. So again, you get to see in front of you the masculine 
with that eagerness to serve the feminine. So that definitely, it's, it's been doing a lot of deep work in my subconscious mind and in my, my shadow. That's why the moon dance is a shadow work. We, 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 we do the work at night when the moon is bright so we can light, light on our shadows and our fears. So it's a, such a healing and, 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 and masterful um, experience, you know, way, the way they do, the way they craft the mundas, the way Vanessa leads the mundas, and not just Vanessa, that's, that's the way it is in all the circles around the world. Um, that's the way it is, men serving women in, in such a, a authentic, honest, uh way and that definitely has been healing causing a lot of healing in me a lot so i just wanted to share that yeah and, I have a and, question. yeah I have a question i'll go ahead though if you have a thought no i was actually i was going to answer your previous question so when you asked okay it was what is it like like being in vanessa's presence is it intimidating um so we've been super lucky vanessa's come up here to this part of the country to help us and teach us and give workshops with different different elements, different tools, right? And on a handful of occasions, she's actually stayed at her house. So like she's been here this last time, um, which was, I don't know, last month, I think. She spent a full week here. And I wouldn't say I felt intimidated, but just like eager to learn and hear more because the stories that she has, the experiences that that she's had, the path that she's walked, there's just so much wisdom, so much wisdom. It's, it's amazing. So being able to be in her presence, I, I wouldn't say very humbled, I would say like super humbled to be able to be, you know, have her here at the house, have, you know, be part of the circle. And, and she's so humble. Like, she's like this dance, this circle, isn't me. This is, you know, it's you, it's the dancers. It's, it's one it's, you know, so she, she's so, like I mentioned earlier, you know, really good teachers and masters. It's not about them. It's not about the ego. It's not about me, 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 I, 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 it's about the, the collective. And she, yeah. she says that all the time and, and continues to make sure that we are being centered and aware that it's, it's the collective. It's not one or the other. I love the dichotomy of that. I love it because it's, there's a part of it that's like, we're putting aside our stories, but yet she's so wise and has so many stories that you're, we want to be around those and learn from them. Yeah. Yet she's so humble and puts those aside. So you're like trying to capture those stories from her yeah. and, and call them in. But I can see how a woman leading in this way is so exciting to be around. I just, I can feel it coming out of your, the way you describe her. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you had a question you said before? No. Well, it's more that because I'm I'm conceptualizing and understanding as a pre-student to the moon dance. I see myself in, in pre-contemplation phase and almost ready to be in action. And so what I what I want to I had this thought. I was like, well, what is there's an initiatic practice going on of nine years that is that literally has levels, right? Of years of experience and of wisdom and of and and of going through these these steps and for the for your position in it as a firekeeper is there also these nine years that you're initiating um from at least from my experience or my knowledge i don't think that there's a 
um, kind of a stepping or levels or kind of um, that type of initiation. Um, for us, it's it, again, it's just service, being at service. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like it, I think there's something definitely like in our DNA that comes out that's primitive, like that raw, again, working with the fire, getting burnt, you know, hot, sweaty, chopping wood, like this very primal also. And, and like going back to like how years and years and years ago, our ancestors lived at least, you know, somewhat, you know, we still have tons of, of uh, amenities and luxuries, uh, you know, like running water and things like that <laughs> and showers. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so it, it, it's, uh, well, I, I saw a parallel in what you describe in my own personal life and it gave me peace because I've been struggling the last few days to, to stay centered. I didn't know that till you said staying centered. My husband mm -hmm. just went through a big, I would say leap in his own career. And I've, I've been at his service and like holding space and keeping everything contained and together. The, my fire is, you know, the family, the household, the, all the moving parts and yeah. and then where I feel like the dis the like exhaustion comes from the like I don't your your turn would be come from would be when I'm not in my center I'm not taking time for for that so so when you say that though are there any tangible practices that you are being trained in to keep in your center what does that mean to you um man I think it's one of those things that's a constant second by second type of thing um presence presence yeah just being present and not to say that it's been easy like it may sound like oh yeah it's easy like you know you just stay in your center when again life is just throwing a shit storm at you <laughs> you know so it's it's in those moments where the chaos in the mind gets really intense and just being just like anything, right? Um, the more you practice, the more you become aware. Or like Marty and you said, you know, the more times you go to the the moon dance and you you do that work, it seems like you're zooming out a little bit. You're able to see a little bit more. So same here. It's it's you know just the other day, Lau and I had a disagreement, and it's like, well, I wasn't being centered, and I definitely wasn't coming from a place of service. It's like, oh man, yeah, okay. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so I, I don't know if there's a kind of like a manual step one, step two, step three that I've experienced, but amazing teachers, um, again, like the, the moon dance is an amazing teacher. Um, one person that has been an amazing influence in our life is Muji. And he talks a lot about, you know, again, just not latching on to the suggestions of the mind because it's constantly it's the most random he talks about the mind being just the and the ego being the most random and and and, and just uh unstable that there is so just noticing that the mind is coming and going with its suggestions so yeah just doing our best to to remember that and you teach, uh, you said breath work and this must, does this help in, inform you? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a million different tools out there and it, it's just kind of what resonates with, with each person, but without question, breath is so incredibly powerful, whether it's a full-on breath session or just literally taking one conscious, present, big, deep belly breath in and letting it go. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had sessions or let's say a cacao or, you know, during retreats or whatever it is. And it seems like people are just kind of all over the place. It's like, okay, you know, we take two or three breaths together and all of a sudden everybody's like the energy changes like that. Yeah. So that's definitely a favorite tool that, that we have. And it, again, it just goes back to, we have access to all these tools. We have access to all of these things, but it's, it's being present and aware that when things start getting crazy, or once we start latching on to the suggestions and the crazy thoughts of the mind and the ego, it's it's having that awareness and the presence to come back to whether it's the breath or whatever practice or whatever mm -hmm. tool that that works in bringing you back and being centered and and, and not latching on and going yeah. down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I I read uh, one time it is and that also change my perspective and uh, enhance my perspective about breath uh, is the is physiologically impossible for the mind to be focused on your breath and be focused on a thought or anxiety at the same time so when you're when you're having an anxiety attack for example or your mind is all over the place and you direct all of your attention to your breath to this breath in and this breath out it is immediately the, the nervous system shifts because for you, for us humans, it is impossible to be focused on our breath and on anxiety at the same time. And then I, I apply that every single time I feel like my my heart beating, my heart is rushing or my mind is rushing. And I go to like sometimes even three deep breaths, it's enough. Yeah. When we are leading ceremonies with big groups, 15 people, 20 people or more three breaths together and that organizes the field immediately so that's definitely one tool that i that i use and and i i i definitely feel is of great value to to share today yeah absolutely yeah uh also one of the reasons why you're here too is because we are very, we are we have been working intimately cacao and sound for the past two years and it's been a great journey of growth for me as a ceremonialist to work alongside with you and Laura, that whole space, the way you do as well. And um, from the yogic perspective, from the yogic tradition, uh, every time we do cacao ceremony, I see this as a se seven layers, like the seven chakras. When we start with cacao, with cacao, I think we are working on the first four you know, chakras, we are connecting with the elements, we are connecting with the cacao, with the earth, with water, with our bodies, you know, opening the body until we reach the heart when we share cacao together and we do a power, we, we do a powerful invocation. And then when we get to that part and we get into the second part of the ceremony with you and Laura with the sound bath, I feel like it, the energy rises up to the more subtle 
energies like to the throat chakra, third eye, crown chakra. So I feel like that's the fusion that I have been seeing a lot, like obviously from my perspective, from a, a yoga instructor and all that, I feel like, yeah, we are we are activating them from, from the ground up, from the root to the core, to the, you know, to the heart. And then you guys take it away up to the more subtle aspects of, of the human, you know, structure that we are. And that contained in uh, our the love that we have for each other, Laura, Jera, and I. We we really love each other. We have a very strong friendship, and I think that also leaks through the ceremonies that we hold. And it's been an amazing journey that we have been sharing. And in a way, Maya, it's been part of this too because she also took you know cacao ceremonies with me, uh, sound bath with Laura. And also every time she send us uh, people our way in, in the, she, you know, she's uh, owner of Ralia retreats. And so when she send us this, she trusts us to send us their clients, their, their, their guests and put them in their hands. I just wanted her to know who, who else is taking care of them, which is you, Gerard, and also yeah. Lara, she, which she already met. And I just wanted to share that with you and, the, the power of cacao and sound in one ceremony it's uh, also a great uh, ally or tool or resource that we have and then we we want to keep sharing with the world for sure. yeah. yeah for sure like you you mentioned in your explanation when before we drink the cacao you talk about physiologically what takes place you know so it dilates you know the the vein the vessels so all of a sudden our heart rate comes down there's this expansion where, you know, we're relaxing a little bit. So I think being in that state, whether it be with cacao, whether it be using breath, whether it be using a yoga practice, like whatever it is to get your body and your nervous system out of that fight or flight, which we're constantly in. And it seems like even now at this day and age, we have so many more stimuli that's telling us why we should be in fight or flight. Like, like it's crazy, right? So, you know, having, you know, that that primer, so to say, and not to to diminish the power of cacao as a medicine just by itself, but having that kind of as the base or the starting point, like you said, the first four chakras, kind of getting that, and then you bring in the sound. Um, it, it's just the body is so much more in a receptive state. It's so receptive, much, it's yeah. Yeah, it's calmer, it's more receptive. And I think if we look back, um, you look at the ancestors that understood cacao and understood the vibration of cacao before there were scientific studies that could, you know, name all the elements and components of the cacao itself. What did they do with their ceremony? There's always singing. There's always some sort of drum or some sort of singing or music taking place. And what is that? It's simple vibration. So it, I feel it, it, it's very similar, albeit the instruments are a little bit different, but it's still vibration. It's still a pure high vibration and pure and high frequencies. And, and the cacao and the body knows what's going on. Like, oh, okay, now I can relax. Now I can go, I can release. I can do you know, whatever it is that that person needs at that time is able to to release or do or have you know whatever experience or whatever it is that yeah. that the person needs at that time 
And last, can you, uh, I do explain, do that explanation in the, before the, when we do the cacao ceremony, can you uh, now last, because we're almost done, can you explain, because you explain it beautifully, you know, in the ceremonies, what happened with the brain and the brain waves and the stones and the vibration, because it's really fascinating as well to understand it from a physiological standpoint. Yeah, yeah. so I'll let you explain, maybe in a different podcast or after or whatever, but when you talk about uh, the Japanese scientist Emoto, and you talk about how vibration affects water, the molecules, and again, we're mainly water. So these instruments emit a very high and pure frequency. So they're, they're, they're affecting our cells at a, at a cellular level, right? Or you know, at, the, at the deepest level throughout our entire body. And it's creating these beautiful mandala, sacred geometry, type of formations and it's bringing their vibration high. So when you have a dis-ease, basically, you know, there's cells, there's muscles, there's tissues that are vibrating at a low, low frequency. So these instruments are basically entraining the cells. They bring up the vibration. Now all of a sudden these cells are able to op uh, operate at optimal level, level. They're able to do their function, whether it's regeneration, whether it's detoxification, like whatever it is, it's able to do that more efficiently. Okay. And again, Marty, you talked a little bit about that, uh, that part. So I'll let you explain. But when it comes to brainwaves, the instruments entrain our brainwaves. We have different levels, different brainwaves throughout the day. So let's say we're at work and we're putting out fires and, you know, things are coming at us. We're very analytical. We're very, we're in fight or flight. Okay, we're in also the bodies in the sympathetic nervous system. We're fight, flight. There's a lot of stress. Stress hormones are being pumped through the body. Okay, if we're able to downshift a little bit, that's beta. Okay, fight or flight, work, we're in beta. We're able to downshift a little bit to alpha. It's a little bit lower or maybe a little bit more calm. Um, we're a little more creative. Okay, maybe we're painting. We're doing some, some playing instruments or something. We're engaged, but we're not at that high beta, okay? So then from alpha, you downshift again, and we go to theta. And that's that phase in between when we're awake and we're asleep. We're neither nor, we're in between, okay? That is when our body downshifts in the parasympathetic nervous system. It like starts to shut down and actually go into rest and digest, okay? So that's a lot of times why people refer to it as sound healing, because healing actually really truly does take place because the body is in that parasympathetic nervous system. It's in theta, rest and digest. And it's very fascinating because in that state as well, theta is also the doorway to the subconscious mind, okay? So hypnotists will bring you there with their voice. The instruments will bring you there through the vibration of, of the actual instruments themselves. So as well, um, some people are able to or have experiences where maybe they're releasing something, maybe something uncomfortable, maybe a trauma or something that's been lodged in their system and they've been holding on to, they're finally able to release. Um, we've had situations where people have sat down and had conversations with deceased family members, like in a sound session, because again, they're in theta, they're in the subconscious. They're in a different, a completely, some could say different realm, right? And they're able to connect 
and 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 uh, but yes, yeah, some amazing conversations that happened with your with your lovely wife. Uh, that happened to my friend when we did a, a sound bath. She didn't amazing. get up and speak, but the the profound impact that that had following you know a connection she had with her deceased father, it just it just created a healing. It was yeah. so right it was so profound it's that it's rippled into everything in our connection going forward everything in, in what i'm doing in real estate here in montreal because she's in real estate like it's kind of you talk about the ripple effect of the moon dance and the gongs like that is that is so true what you're saying and it's so lived yeah. and at some point we'll we can interview her as well for that experience and do the full loop but that was yeah. profound and yes working with the deceased uh, or or stories with your deceased it's powerful yeah 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 so it's yeah we, we've just been having so much fun with it and i mean we just enjoy it it's such a passion of ours and um but yeah allowing people and giving people that space to downshift again get out of the fight or flight because again we see it i mean we don't watch the news but we all know what what's going on or or some aspects of what's taking place in the world and it just seems like we're being bombarded with so many stressors so dr bruce lipton says up to 90% of disease today is due to stress yeah there's like, a very deep truth to that yeah yeah so just being able to work with these instruments and and allow people to have that space to do nothing for an hour and just downshift and just uh you know kind of take that deep breath and just get some stuff off their chest and, and relax a little bit it's 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 incredibly powerful do you ever work with also bringing in intention setting and suggestion in i know like we do this a bit in the ceremony that i did uh with with median and and now but yeah talk to me a bit about the importance of that or the effect of that yeah, so amazing teachers that we've had on this path, they mentioned and explained beautifully how these instruments naturally are amplifiers. So whatever intention, whatever thought, whatever it is that we bring in to a session, these instruments naturally amplify that. So absolutely, we, we let everybody know at the beginning if it resonates with you, because sometimes people like, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to think of anything. And, and that's fine. That's like, perfect. That's why you're here. And those of you that, that do resonate with setting and intention can be incredibly powerful. I mean, we can't guarantee, we can't guarantee anything, but um, we know that yes, they are, those intentions without question are amplified and some very, very amazing things happen that maybe we can't explain with science, but they take place. Like people tell us, you know, a week later, or even a the day after, because we'll usually reach out. And um, yeah, some people just come up with the craziest things. Well, I had this intention and this happened. Then I got this phone call and this happened, or I closed this deal or whatever it is. It's, it, it's wild. Also the way I, I put it to them as well with uh, about the intention is uh, that we are going to sit together in circle as a community. And when we pray in community, you, you amplify your intention you amplify your prayer as well so i feel also it's not um the effect of uh the sound but also the power yeah. of doing in, working in community in, in yeah for sure like 
I'm sure you've probably seen studies when they've done studies of, you know, having large groups of people meditating together at the same time, and especially in major cities, like they've done studies and all of a sudden they look at some of the markers of crime rates and some of these things, like they all drop and it just seems like there's like this blanket of at least a little bit more calm and stillness that takes place during those times. So absolutely. Yeah, and that's taking place. I'm, I'm so happy to know also that that is taking place in the world right now, that no matter what um, the news says or what is really going on, I, I know that there are a lot of us doing this work and I trust that. And I, 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 I think human beings are amazing and we are capable of raising our vibration with our prayers and our intentions and uh, yeah, it's exciting times for sure. Absolutely. I wanted you to explain that uh, last, so we can we can we. I wanted I wanted us to stay with uh, the information of how vibration works. So thank you for the explanation. And every time you explain it, I, I it's like if I hear it for for the first time, or or I get to hear something else Sorry. too. So yeah, yeah. I, I've actually seen some studies where they have people with brain scanners on and with the gong, like that's probably right now, one of my favorite instruments to work with. I just feeling that deep you feel your, like in your bones, you feel it vibrating. But anyways, with brain, with brain scanners on, they've done studies where literally within one second, the gong has brought people's brainwaves into theta. Wow. Like that. So that's how powerful and, and how, amazing the vibration of these instruments are and again i i use sound because that's what we that it could be breath it could be yoga it could be you know a million different things um but but yeah specifically with with sound it's it's fascinating hmm. and maya you have some instruments too right of uh singing bowls and yeah. Uh, yeah my bowls my chimes yeah i play they're my they're my play tools here with my family i don't have like a formal training in you know, in delivering sound journeys, but I've done some work with my daughter, let's say when she's really upset and in her uh, reflection, like re reflexive moment of get away from me. I don't want to know from you. I just want to be, you know, just be angry. And as soon as I could get her to play with the bowls and stick it on her belly and get to that point within a few minutes, her whole vibration has changed. So it's just yeah. really it's fun to see that, like just and play with it and to know that we're, we are just frequencies ultimately. Yeah. And, and then when you, and then we layer on, oh yeah, we experience emotions. Emotions is just, you know, this energy, literally right. Energy in motion. I love yeah. teaching the kids that. Yeah. And then it's, it's just, yay, that's not you. You're not your emotion. You're not angry. You have anger, like, or yeah. you might feel something that feels like what you call anger. What is that? Where do you feel it in your body? And I just, yeah. This, so the sound tools are, are my, my way of playing with the kiddos. Oh, that's awesome. That's and you're awesome. sharing so also, powerful. yeah. And you're sharing also reminds, rem, reminded me that the work, our medicine, we pour it first in ourselves and then our family and then our community. And then, you know, so that what you're doing, it's, it's, it's such a great value because you, you are working on, on your center, on your family, on your child. And uh, that's, 
that, that is going to create a, a huge impact in the world, is creating a huge impact in the vibration, the frequencies of the world, just the fact that you as a mother is using sound to soothe your, your child. It's, it's, it's healing just to hear, hear, hear the story. Yeah. But I did, I did get a sound specialist to help me choose the bowls and the chimes and get started because it was daunting and I didn't want to um, appropriate anything or any culture. So I was very conscious of, okay, what's this for? And I was told that a gong was, was a portal and to treat that one, like, you know, I don't have a gong yet, but to treat that one very carefully. So yeah. I, do you have any advice for, for purchasing or finding instruments for people? Yeah. Um... And I'm going to use Lao's example because it's it, it it hits the nail on the head. And excuse if I don't remember the exact names, but you know the scene in Harry Potter when he goes to the store of the magic wands, the magician doesn't choose the wand; the wand chooses the magician. Mm -hmm. It's it's it sounds. Maybe to somebody that has an experience, but like, it sounds kind of like, eh, it sounds kind of weird, kind of woo woo, right? But it's exactly how it is. Um, on all the instruments that have come into our lives, it's been, I mean, we've been very fortunate. We've been able to, of course, you know, play a very wide range and it's feeling not just visual, like, oh my gosh, visually that looks absolutely stunning. It's a piece of art. I mean, they're all yeah. pieces of art as well. But then you play it and it's, you know what? It just doesn't quite, mm. doesn't quite call or, or, or speak to me. And also in this other one that was, uh, I wasn't even considering that one. And all of a sudden you play it and it's like, it's clear. This is the one. Wow. You know, so, so wow. I'd, I'd say definitely be open to that and let them choose you or, and, 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 and see which one feels good and resonates as well. So to tune into to your body and that 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 inner inner wisdom and the right ones they always do the right instruments will always show up at your doorstep or in your home and also just wanted to add for the first i would say almost year from when we when some of the first instruments came home lao and i just played them by ourselves like we had no plan whatsoever like Offering this in sessions to the public, it wasn't even close to being anywhere on the radar. Like this wasn't our, our plan. It just kind of happened. Um, but that first year, we just played and experimented. Okay, what feels good? What sounds good? And in a short period of time, you start to notice like, oh, I, you know, this is way too hard. It feels a little, you know, chaotic. It, 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 it's not soothing. Oh, this sounds really nice. And then you start to experiment. And just if you're in that centered place and the ego is off to the side, like things will come through and they'll start to, again, this sounds a little woo-woo, but they'll start to tell you how to play them. Yeah. So, you know, when the time's right, yeah, I definitely recommend, you know, work with somebody that can help um, give you some formal training on certain things and then take some time from that training apply what you learned and then test on yourself and test on your family. Okay. Does this feel good? How does this feel? How does this feel? And you start mm -hmm. to kind of come up with, I'm sure mm -hmm. I'm assuming here, Marian, like with yoga as well, like, okay, these are 
you know, some standard things that you need to know to keep people safe, to keep you safe, et cetera, et cetera. But then all of a sudden your personality and just, you know, it, your own style will start to to come to be, through and yeah, to come through. Yeah, yeah effortlessly. Also, uh, what you just said about the the actually the instruments choosing you or the instruments actually talking to communicating, communicating with you vibrationally on how to play them for me makes it's my language. I, I don't need translation. When you say it, I, I understand what you're saying because it's, it's the language that I speak and I experience as well. And I feel also it's very necessary to normalize the knowingness that everything has a spirit, everything is alive, and the universe is constantly constantly giving us feedback through everything. So definitely with instruments like the gongs and the singing bowls, and that I feel like they have a very powerful high frequency and presence and consciousness. I feel like it's very uh, it's it's normal to understand and to know that yeah they are constantly giving you feedback it's like the same with with the gemstones like crystals like rocks that sometimes you have that one that for some reason like you just feel like it talks to you so again i would love to invite everybody to play with the idea if you haven't yet that everything has a heart everything has a spirit and everything is constantly talking to you and if we come become still and become the witness we are able to receive all that blessing all that all those gifts uh, yeah so thank you thank you for yeah. for for confirming what i also already know I, I know Maya uh, resonates with that as well. Awesome. <laughs> also, I wanted to um, close with, uh, you know, vibration is also our words, our voice. Uh, in another conversation, we will uh, talk about it with Laura. I learned a lot from her about, you know, using my voice and singing. And, and, and uh, the first time she told me, remember that when you are singing in a ceremony or singing in any occasion you are not performing you're not singing you are praying your, your voice is an offering to existence to your body to life and the, uh, so the power of song we will talk about it uh, the power of medicine songs we will talk about it with laura on, an, on a, another occasion a future occasion but yeah. also something that maya and i we have been exploring together is the power of invocation as well when we pray and the way you the words you use to activate the field to to um shift the reality and if you want to share more on that maya i know you're going to an event after this interview related to sound as well and i don't know if you want to share about about it or an invocation that you mentioned before yeah because we had talked about how uh perfect timing it was to learn from you and your experience at the moon dance your what you do actually because i'm about to go close a mastermind that i created and i'm leading for business leaders, women uh, specifically, to come together here in this in this city in Montreal to to create uh, an energetic reality, a different reality in what we are doing inside of spaces and how we are being as land owners or landlords, so to speak. So, I wanted to. Um, share that there's some work going on that is going to be powerful tonight because we're getting together we're going to invocate on what we want to change 
what we want to see is the vision and we're going to be in sound journey with a, a really wonderful leader that's here uh, and, and then envisioning and then create something. So we are creating tonight. And out of this conversation, I will definitely be feeling into the gong more. I, I know that, you know, that ripple, I'll send it, we'll, we'll send it your way. <laughs> 40 years. Of yeah. ripples. <laughs> Um, so I guess that what I what I think I can really bring out of this conversation is that men are my allies uh, in this, and you know one of one one of the challenges I think we've we've created in our egos as women in this society is that we do not have allies in men, and or we have these stories of abuse or trauma or this lived reality that somehow we've been let down in the past and in hearing your story and what you do, I think it's very inspirational to say that, you know, we can create a, a kind of brotherhood and this sisterhood that is lived and real and tangible and exciting. So, uh, so that is my invocation for, for tonight is, is that, you know, we do, we are we're doing this we're creating this vision with men as our allies and and i see this conversation as a as a nice seed and part of it uh, amazing amazing yeah i think uh yeah i mean for the most part i just like to think that everybody's doing the best that they can with the tools that they have and you know sometimes some some of us haven't had the right tools or had access to the right tools or we've been dealt a certain hand at life and i mean it's it's, it's challenging i think uh yeah there's a, there's a lot of a lot of crazy things that people have experienced and traumas and things that they've had to live through that people really shouldn't have to live through and you know i i, I do definitely see that there's hope I've seen the work that people like Marian and you are doing and, you know, people and just the experiences and things of people come together, whether it's the moon dance or any other type of gathering where people are at service and really truly do um, are, are looking to help and give and support. It, it definitely gives me a, a yeah, that that uh, that warm and fuzzy. That all right? I think we're there. There's still hope <laughs> with all the craziness and and a lot of it. So it's 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 been uh, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Jared, <laughs> so much for for your sorry. Well, I just I is there something that you want to share? Like sometimes in podcasts we have you know the opening here. There's where people can find you, and of course we could link out to any any information. But is there something you want to share, not to us, but to any listeners that come across this really wonderful conversation? Um, if anything, really, if there's any anything that that comes to mind, I'll definitely let you know, and you could put it maybe in the show notes. But um, you know, on social, we're Pura Vida Vibrations. You know, as you know, in Costa Rica, everything's Pura Vida, and then uh, vibrations. We're, we're uh, yeah, just kind of think of what can be something that's something simple to remember, like Pura Vida Vibration. So yeah, um, you can find us on, we're mainly on Instagram at this point in time. But uh, yeah, if any questions or anything comes up, we'd be happy to, to answer. And we actually do respond. We don't have somebody else or an outside agency responding for us. We actually respond to our messages. And uh, But yeah, if anything comes in or if any cool little clip or you know short documentary or five minute or anything that kind of 
that we've come across that explains and is just fascinating with sound, I can send that over. But, uh, but yeah, that that's how you can find this at the at the at the moment. Thank you so much. I just wanted to add thank you so much for your strength and your beauty and your softness and your sweetness. It is an honor to witness uh, uh, an incarnation of masculine energy uh, through you. So thank you so much for being my friend and for thank working you. together, for always choosing Joy of Life Costa Rica for cacao ceremony. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> thank, thank you, Maya, for the space as well. Yeah, thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Added tons of fun. This is this is awesome. Um, <laughs> really didn't have any expectations, but just kind of seeing where things flowed is beautiful. And I had so much fun and yeah, happy to help out and hope this helps you and your audience and um, yeah, whatever, whatever you need, I'm here. And maybe if there is a second, then we can talk a little bit more about jujitsu. I know Marian's mm. a, a huge fan. <laughs> yes, yes. One of the my one of the superpowers that Gerard has, he's a black belt. He's black belt jujitsu fighter. Uh, so and I always joke around like saying, wow, going to the moon dance is like getting training an art martial art and when i graduate on my ninth year i'll get my black belt on <laughs> as a moon dancer <laughs> absolutely yeah it's That's been uh, many many years of getting beat up and being put in the most uncomfortable situations and we've mentioned earlier being comfortable being uncomfortable like you have no choice like you have a grown people and we have a lot of women in our in our group there's a lot of men that are a lot bigger and stronger than me. And yeah, they want to kill you, you know, in a nice way, right? <laughs> <laughs> Always in a nice way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, many years of getting beat up that uh, I think has also helped on this journey and being able to serve For at sure. the moon dance and hold space. Um, yeah, being put in those positions, it's it's terrible sometimes out of curiosity what weight are you like uh you know just like flight weight featherweight what weight are you yeah i think i'd be a, a fly weight because i think right now i'm about I, I literally just the other day i was on the scale at 62 kilos so that's about 135 137 like super light yeah lightweight <laughs> division is pretty awesome yeah they're pretty fast <laughs> Yeah. Thank so. you, Gerard. Awesome. Thank Lots you. of love. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you so much. You got it. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.